Stevenson centers, and the loose puck was put on. Rebound shot blocked. Now Eichel scores. The third rebound goes for Eichel. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Marcia Selwright to the circle. White Cloud shoots. He scores. Doing his best. Jack Eichel finds the opening. Top shelf. Sharp angle for White Cloud. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Ballard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas. Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports, Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215 Home of the Woo! Just off the ice, the final <laughs> group at uh, VGK Training Camp 2022. Three different sessions taking place at City National Arena today in front of a great crowd uh, throughout the day in all three groups that skated. And what a day. Uh, we'll give you our interpretations and assessment and uh, observations of what we saw. We'll also bring you some sound from the likes of General Manager Kelly McCrimmon, Head Coach Bruce Cassidy, who will speak in a matter of moments. We'll bring you that audio, as well as uh, being back in the dressing room, we get to uh, visit with the players uh, on a more intimate basis instead of at a podium or through Zoom. And uh, today was uh, was a great uh, round as uh, the three of us were all in the dressing room and all chatting to the likes of Mark Stone and Logan Thompson, Chandler Stevenson, among others. So uh, plenty uh, to get to. You'll hear from uh, a lot of the different uh, participants in the skate. Uh, looking forward to bringing that. But uh, first, let's start off with uh, observation. Oh, we also have the lines, mm -hmm. how they first and initially skated today and some uh Little left turns, uh, considering <laughs> what we offered up yesterday. Me in particular. Uh, we'll get to you, uh, Some of that. Uh, all of that. The uh, the twelve. Uh, the one, two, three, four uh, lines in just a little bit. But uh, as far as observations, uh, the pace was incredible today. Yeah. Uh, under head coach uh, Bruce Cassidy and the assistants, uh, both with the VGK and the Henderson Silver Knights, and the. The amount of physical contact, I, I call them battle drills, mm -hmm. uh, was really evident. And it was a theme in talking to the players after each skate that it, it was a, a session that left people winded and, and challenged with your conditioning. This is one of those ones where if you don't come in good shape, you're, you're really feeling it. And uh, even then, uh, they were pushing the players uh, to uh, a, a pretty good limit today. But uh, the physical contact surprised me a mm -hmm. little bit. Uh, the pace was impressive. Yeah, I'm right there with you. The pace was fantastic, top to bottom, every single session. Uh, the players really did show up and really did bring a lot of that energy. And that really kind of speaks to you know, my first observation is you had guys on the ice that were incredibly excited and really ready to be on the ice. And, and I think that kind of goes in lockstep with where we think the Golden Knights are at entering this camp with something to prove. And, and you know, the the 
disappointment of last season behind them. Now they're ready to go. Uh, I thought the pace was fantastic. I loved the contact. I loved how the drills continued to build and build and build. Uh, you, you start off with one-on-one drills, then two-on-two, three-on-three, and, and you're bringing in all these different elements, layering things on top of one another. Uh, Well-designed and, and really impressive, the, the, the amount of conditioning that already went into it for the players. Well, I think it was a day quite honestly, that reflected an organization that missed the playoffs for the first time last year and for players who are skating in front of and on the ice with a new head coach. Mm -hmm. And that adds to the intensity of the moment. And now we're not talking about Game 7 intensity, (laughs) but we're talking definitely uh, veteran to... AHL player to rookie who who did not take a second to think about just easing in and dipping a toe into it. And I'll give you an example. The mm. the first group of the day uh, were out there, and it, each group would skate for 35 minutes. There would be a flood. Coaches would work with the players on video during that uh, time period in the dressing room. Then they could come out and do more uh, coverage, D-zone uh, coverage and breakouts and, and add in some layers. Uh, the The first part, the first half of the uh, opening session, Zach Whitecloud stepped up on somebody at the blue line <laughs> and there was a, a leg-on-leg collision. Nothing nothing happened mm-hmm. of it, but I, I went, whoa! Like you don't, you don't expect that right away, yeah. but as you got an idea of the tempo as things went on, and then the physical contact as the practice progressed, yeah. it was a, a team and a group and a coaching staff that were establishing the tempo and the expectations immediately. Yeah, there was there was also a moment for me in terms of that first session where you know Jack Eichel was was kind of subbing in the forwards at, at various times were subbing in on defense for certain drills and there was a one on one drill I think it was uh, Jack Eichel and Patrick Gay and and Eichel just stood stood into Gay like he just he went in for to play the body got the puck gets out of the zone and, and to me like when you've got a guy in Jack Eichel who's going to be under a microscope all year this year for the Golden Knights and he's in those moments, competing that hard in that first practice, setting the tone, that's what you want to see. Uh, A lot of fun, quite honestly, to be at the rink today and to watch the three different groups. They will be back on the ice tomorrow starting at 9 o'clock and uh, then at 1130 and the final group going at 2 o'clock. There's a rotation of those groups so group 1 that was on the ice today will be group 3 tomorrow and uh, so they'll they'll work it out that way but 9, 1130 and 2 at City National Arena for Friday and Saturday the next couple of days and then we get into the preseason opener Mm -hmm. against the Colorado Avalanche on Sunday and then the first home game at T-Mobile Arena on Monday and we gave away a couple of sets of tickets yesterday we'll do the exact same thing today so two more sets of tickets for Monday's game against the Los Angeles Kings will come your way at some point during the VGK Insider Show here on Fox Sports Las Vegas uh, a lot to get to the general manager spoke today uh, the coach is, uh, is uh, going to speak in, in just a couple of minutes and then some sound from the players but want to give you an overview 
as far as the camp is concerned, before we dive into some of the specifics uh, a little bit further, uh, Kelly McCrimmon mentioned uh, it was a 63. It is a 63-player camp uh, because you're missing a few players due to injury. Loren Brassois, uh, Miramano, uh, uh We've got uh, Fu uh, will not uh, take place. Uh, he's a lower body injury right now. Uh, and uh, Demick is not going to be on the ice at this stage. In a red jersey, uh, Brennan Brisson, Dilibatori, and Stone mm-hmm. are, are in the red jersey. Captain Mark Stone yeah. uh, will be wearing red sweaters during the course of this training camp. There is a hope that Brisson can get back into a regular uh, sweater in the next couple of days, but uh, no promises of that. And I don't know about Mark Stone, mm-hmm. when he will shed that red jersey, at what point. Uh, we'll hear from Stone uh, in just a little bit, and you'll, you'll hear from uh, him. No Nick Hague today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the restricted free agent uh, did not come to terms on a contract with the organization prior to the start of training camp, so he uh, is not uh, part of the camp as it goes right now. But there are three days from the exhibition opener, 19 days from opening day. Uh, should also mention that Nolan Patrick uh, is not at this training camp. Uh, we were talking about all the forwards yesterday, mm-hmm. and because... Like I've, I've sort of known Nolan, Nolan Patrick was not going to be at camp. I didn't include in that. I should have mentioned yesterday that he wasn't going to be at training camp. But uh, he, there just hasn't been the progress that they'd hoped uh, from uh, his uh, situation. So uh, the Vegas Golden Knights uh, today declared that uh, Nolan Patrick will not play this season. He is he is out for the season. So there's a, a little bit of a lay of the land mm-hmm. uh, for the for the Vegas Golden Knights. There is six goaltenders. Uh, on the ice today, Jordan Paperni uh, did not take part, uh, but uh, the six goaltenders, and it was a spirited opening day. Yeah, it was. It was really again the pace. It was one of those types of of days where you know you you feel really really lucky to be at the rink to be taking it all in. I, I thought that you know top to bottom again, everybody really really showed up ready to work and you know just kind of that that note on Nolan Patrick it's one of those situations where your heart just kind of breaks for the player right yeah. you're you're right now and it's shown through in Kelly McCrimmon's comments and and all that that you know the hockey secondary everything that that you're focused in on right now with Nolan Patrick is uh concern for the player and really that's that's kind of the bottom line on that you just your heart breaks for the kid uh, in a positive news, Mark Stone was part yeah. of the opening day of training camp, which is great, mm-hmm. uh, and that's awesome to see. As far as what's expected over the next uh, 19 days before the opening of the regular season for the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, Kelly McCrimmon spoke to the importance of this camp, the value of those seven exhibition games. These uh, games from my reflection on Kelly's comments, are not going to be treated with uh, experimentation as much as dialing it in to get ready for the regular season. So let's hear from uh, Kelly McCrimmon first on gelling and coming together in this training camp. It's going to take some time. It it always does when you have uh, a change. Preseason is important. And, and, you know, the you know, again, maybe getting back to some of the questions that were asked previously, uh, we want to get a lot out of training camp. We want to get a lot out of our preseason. And last year, uh, you know, training camp was 
was here before you knew it. And then, you know, we, you know, played some guys in preseason more than we wanted to because we had injuries to some guys. We had to hold out. Uh, didn't love how we played in preseason, and 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 maybe that doesn't matter. But you you want to be building. You want to be, uh, you know. You want to have the ability to envision what it's going to look like when you dress your best uh, twenty-man lineup. So those are kind of things that you look for uh, through the preseason. I, uh, you know, I expect that we'll see, uh, you know, a high level of excitement, uh, you know, from our hockey club uh, through camp and into the preseason. So last year, remember Peyton Krebs played uh, all seven games mm-hmm. in, in the preseason. And they were battling some injuries throughout that exhibition schedule that forced other players to play a little bit more. But you also had some experimentation because the team had gone so deep in the uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs uh, the last couple of years. Uh, so that preseason and how it was handled sounds like it's going to be a lot different than this time around. Now, the, the first cup, there's 63 players that, that were on the ice. 63 players mean that uh, the first, when you play the back-to-back games, mm-hmm. Sunday in Colorado and, and Monday uh, against the Los Angeles Kings at home, that you've got some abilities to vary your lineup and some, some young players. So I expect those two lineups to have uh, your your mandatory veteran presence, but also uh, a significant uh, uh representation from the the younger side and the 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 players that are getting uh their first look at uh at national hockey league seasoning but the final five games uh, i think it's it's going to be more focused on the regular season than offering players looks and and pacing players and and uh being careful on on workload uh, i think they would they want to get this thing really to the core as quickly as possible so they can start working on the important things like power play and special teams. Yeah, I agree with you. And and I think that that's kind of the the mentality that this this organization, this coaching staff, this team should have is utilize your full preseason schedule to get everybody ready to go and humming on all cylinders come game 1. If if you if you look at the first couple of games, two, three games, maybe the preseason, as get some looks, get some guys some experience, allow some players to to feel what it's like to play at T-Mobile Arena, I think that that's going to be worthy and viable. But from that point forward, the last four or five games, I'm with you, Darren. I think that you've got to try to whittle it down to essentially hone in on and work on the things that you want to be doing as well as you possibly can come game one. Yeah, you think there's a there's a line there in a 20-day camp mm-hmm. that every team has to walk between getting some exposure both for management coaches to uh, the prospects and the prospects getting uh, their uh, acclimated to the professional hockey ranks or or the national hockey league but then there's also that uh, uh area where you have to really get your team into a space that they're forced uh and going to be ready for the for the regular season it, some teams like the golden knights the last few years you could ease off the getting ready for the regular season 
because your players were were deep into the Stanley Cup playoffs, and you had to manage the workload a little bit mm-hmm. because you knew that there was not fatigue as much as they they know the the drill. Uh, they just went deep. That that's not the case for this team because there was such an extensive off season and the new head coach. So you you're going to cram a lot into these. 20 days and everybody is fresh coming into this training camp and they have uh, a lot to give and a lot in the tank to be able to to go down that path so uh it's it's going to be as different of a training camp as we've seen since arguably year one yeah uh because uh that was a new coach and and everybody was fresh uh coming into that it it hasn't been the case any other year, so that's the the closest thing. the The only uh, difference is this year compared to any other season with the Vegas Golden Knights is we don't have certainty as far as who that game one starter is. Mm-hmm. There may be a leg up for Logan Thompson, but it's it's not a guarantee. And Brassois coming up the injury. He's not uh, on the ice right now. Uh, Aiden Hill is in here, and he'll he'll battle with Logan Thompson. And Kelly McCrimmon was asked about the goaltending and what to expect on the goaltending front. Yeah, a good question. And again, uh, you know, preseason is going to be really valuable uh, for those players. You know, Laurent Brassois isn't going to be part of. Uh, uh, training camp. He's a proven NHL goalie. I believe he's 29 years old. He's uh, you know played in the league a long time. Uh, Logan Thompson is uh, is a goalie that I think made a really good impression on uh, everyone in the organization. Obviously, his body of work is very small, but his talent is uh, uh, very noticeable. And Aiden Hill is a goalie that, for me, is going to be in a situation where he's got a chance to be successful. And uh, I think that will you know. That's going to answer itself, uh, you know, and it's uh, you know probably how it uh, should be. There's internal competition for jobs, right? That's uh, that's the nature of training camp. That's the nature of preseason. You know, we want those players to uh, help us make our decisions, right? If you let them play long enough, they make the decisions for you. So that's uh, that's how we'll approach the goaltending. You know, I do expect that uh, you know Aiden Hill and Logan Thompson will get a lot of work uh, through the preseason uh, in our seven games. We expect they'll be in the net a lot. But isn't that striking Mm -hmm. because goaltenders are usually eased into the preseason and then get a couple of games maybe uh one full maybe another half game and then then you're good that doesn't sound like it's going to be the case that they're going to lean on hill and thompson uh to to make sure that they are ready and they will be evaluated in those games so the coach and the management has a better understanding of what they have with them right now in camp and who's going to get that initial start or the first couple of starts uh, for for the regular season. Three goaltenders Mm -hmm. coming at this thing from three totally different directions, but you could make a case that all three have an opportunity to be the guy. For Swan, not right away because of the injury, but all three could play have the potential to play their way into being the guy. And I don't think I've ever been in a situation, I was thinking back to this today, uh, where that's been the case. I've, I've had goalie battles mm-hmm. before, 
but never as wide open as it's perceived to be right now. Yeah, I, I, it'll be interesting because right now, as far as the early part of the season goes, it's it's a two horse race between Logan Thompson and Aiden Hill. I think we all kind of yeah. recognize and understand that, and the preseason is going to bear out. To, to get both of those guys tuned up. Whatever they're going to need and whatever the coaching staff is going to need to see from them is what's going to happen. I, I love the quote of, you let them play long enough, they'll make that decision for you. I love that. And, you know, the the kind of the wild card, I guess, or or maybe the 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 extra benefit of where the Golden Knights are at right now is it allows you to be patient with Loren Brossois and then once he's ready to go, if you don't have one guy that's clear-cut taken the job or or cemented himself as the number one guy, you've got another one that is proven at the NHL level that you feel confident in to come in and try to 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 get to put his hat in the ring. So I love the way that there's going to be a competition in goal on a nightly basis, not just at the beginning of the year, not just during preseason, but as we go throughout this entire season, that's going to be a highly competitive spot. And that falls at the feet of Logan Thompson, who has been granted the head start for the uh, the Golden Knights goaltending chase uh, from Butch Cassidy. Saying that he, he did a good job at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. He, he's he's a guy that uh, that can uh, earn that number one start. Uh, Aiden Hill's new to the organization. Brassois not going to be ready. He still has to go out and play a good camp. But uh, right now he's got the head start. And Chris Chapman was in the dressing room today and had had an opportunity to uh, dive into the scrum that surrounded Logan Thompson and listen to what the uh, still a rookie in the NHL's eyes has to say about this training camp. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, you look at the end of the year and how many teams were excited and you know making you know funny tweets and posts about us missing it. So I think uh, you know we're going to use that to fuel us. And uh, like I said, you know everyone, no one expects us to have a good year. So I think we're uh, we're really fired up. It was a long summer. We're healthy. We're ready to go. How does knowing Aiden kind of help the competition? Because obviously you guys, you mentioned you've known each other a really long time. So how does that help you as you guys are both competing for this spot? Yeah, I mean, there's a healthy competition, right? I mean, I think me and Aiden both want this team just to win at the end of the day. Um, you know, at the end of the game, or at the end of the day, you know, whoever's starting, you know, that's the coach's decision, and we're going to support each other uh, just like Robin supported me last year and just like I'll, I'll support any, any one of my goalie partners. Talk about the outside noise. What do you expect of yourself? I, I, I'm, I hold myself pretty accountable. So, you know, I think that, uh, you know, I can play in this league. I can, you know, be a, a good goalie in this league. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm just going to you know do my best to give this team the best chance to get two points every night. There is uh, Logan Thompson speaking to the media after his first skate of the 2022 National Hockey League training camp. He had a uh, new kit of gear out there, a new bucket. Uh, I've heard whispers that there's uh, another set of gear <laughs> on the way that may be part of uh the golden age mm-hmm, mm-hmm. may fall into uh, lockstep with that. So looking forward to uh, the fashion uh, presence of Logan Thompson, along with the, the, the safes. He made a couple of s- sensational stops uh, yeah. during his uh, step and uh, his, his practice. And uh, he, he, he looked great today. Uh, he looked excited, uh, welcoming the challenge. And that's the part that, uh, that I'm encouraged about the most when it comes to Logan mm-hmm. is this isn't uh, I played well at the end of last year I should have it he he's openly accepting this challenge yeah and and that's the way he should be approaching it and you know sometimes you you kind of 
get into a situation where you hear, you know, you've you've got like the leg up and you think that it's in the bag. I, I don't view Logan Thompson as as a, the type of guy that's going to view it that way. I think he's going to battle and fight for every single inch that he's going to get and every opportunity that he's going to get. Uh, you talk about quickness and lateral movement. It, it's ridiculous watching him do two-on-one drills um, and just how quickly he gets over, how much of the bottom of the net and and along the ice he takes away. Um, he was phenomenal. He was really, really dialed in and, you know, he's he's got a good start to camp. I'm very, very interested to see how he continues to progress day in and day out. I also want to mention that it was great today to spend some time with uh, some of our listeners who we got a chance to interact with, uh, popping around the rink uh, throughout the eight hours of the opening day of training camp and uh, chatting away and introducing ourselves to people and, and vice versa, and uh, Chapman getting some, some good uh, good old-fashioned uh, feedback about uh, different things. And, and Chapman, I thought you handled it really well today. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, look, constructive criticism, I think, is always good. And I don't even know if, it, if that's the way to, to, to word what, what our listener was telling us. I mean, it was... No, it, it was a beatdown for you. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was a good critique, and, you know, there, there was uh, an explanation behind it. But, uh, no, I, I, I think things like that are important because we want the show to sound good and uh, because we, we want the listeners to, to uh, get the best VGK insider show that, that, that we can that we can put out there and, so, and some of it falls on my shoulders. So sometimes I forget that you guys uh, aren't like faces that everybody recognizes because mm-hmm. you do radio. And and I think I know you, so everybody should know you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so it was funny today because uh, somebody uh, said to me, uh, that that's Ryan Wallace. Yeah, they they heard you talking, Ryan uh, yeah. and Harris. I'm like, yeah, that's Ryan Wallace. Oh, I didn't know didn't know what he looked like and that yeah. stuff. And uh, and then another person, uh, a very good friend of mine uh, that I work with on television every now and then, uh, heard Chapman and I talking, <laughs> and I said that's uh, that's Chapman. He, that's Chapman. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I didn't didn't. I, that's not the picture that I had in mind. So it, it was great today, uh, along with the, all the other media and the players. And it wasn't nice to be back in the room, oh, uh, in, in the dressing room, being able to to bounce around, stall to stall, and 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 chat with the, with the players like old times. Yeah, it it was. It, it felt so so good to be back in the locker room, to to have the ability to, as you mentioned, kind of bounce from from stall to stall, but also to hear. And, and have some of those side conversations that aren't on the record, that, that, that aren't going to lead to a story, aren't going to make it to, to this radio show, but give you more nuance as to what's going on and, and where the players are at on a day-to-day basis. I, I love being in the room again today. I love being in the middle of a, of a couple of scrums. Um, and I loved having a little bit extra time with each individual player. That was fantastic. Uh, we've got some uh, more players to come on the VGK Insider Show, including the likes of uh, Chandler Stevenson, Riley Smith uh, spoke today. Also want to bring you some of the uh, audio from Mark Stone speaking to the media, where he is at, and uh, we'll let you know uh, where all the players lined up today, at least on the perceived top four mm-hmm. lines. Uh, mm-hmm. Some slots and uh, spots that weren't exactly obvious to everybody else, but uh, how Bruce Cassidy sent them out there. That's coming up in uh, the second block and hour number two, uh, also getting into things uh, with uh, my buddy Darren Elliott, who's going to stop by. He watched practice today. A lot of talk about the new system in, in place with Bruce.
Bruce Cassidy. We'll explain that a little bit and also uh, lean on him from training camps of the past and how things have changed uh, from his days with the Los Angeles Kings. But Mark Stone is up next as we continue. On the VGK Insider Show, it's training camp 2022 uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights and Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Opening day of training camp for the Vegas Golden Knights and uh, some surprises with the way the lines were situated. Probably should change that wording from surprising to interesting combinations uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights so with the new head coach in Bruce Cassidy and his assistant uh, John Stevenson uh, John Stevenson who is over and uh, he's new to the organization and then you've got uh, Ryan Craig and Misha Donskov uh, who have been here in the past and everybody putting their their heads together trying to uh, come up with a, the best possible scenario and you've got the misfit line that's been together for the first uh, five years would they be back together uh, or would you go somewhere else you've got the uh, arrival of Jack Eichel in his first training camp with the Vegas Golden Knights. You know, he's going to be the number one center. Uh, would he be with uh, Mark Stone or would they change that up? Uh, so uh, a, a lot of different uh, possibilities going mm -hmm. into it. We offered our look yesterday, without going back to that right now, mm -hmm. uh, give us uh, the, the rundown of the perceived top four lines, how Bruce Cassidy had them today. Okay, so the top line would be, in effect, uh, Riley Smith with Jack Eichel and Phil Kessel. Um, you and I are both, uh, we, we kind of looked at it. I, I'm putting Smith on the left, left-hand shot, Phil Kessel. I'll put him on the right. Not 100% sure that that's exactly how they're going to line up, but it was the combination, the trio of Riley Smith, Jack Eichel, and Phil Kessel. Then awesome. you go, yeah. Then you go to second line, Jonathan Marcheseau with Chandler Stevenson down the middle and Mark Stone. Third line, Brett Howden with William Carlson and Michael Amadio. And then who's the center on that line? William Carlson. Okay. Because Brett Howden with William Carlson and Michael Amadio. I know. I Carlson. just mentioned. I asked because there's three centers. There, there. there are three centers. That is correct. And then your fourth line, um, Will Carrier. No surprise there. Nick Waugh down the middle and Keegan Colasar. Today was uh, fun to talk to the players because they weren't sure mm -hmm. how things were going to sort out. There's conversations with the head coach uh, that, that that take place before uh, the arrival of training camp, but you don't really know until you're divided up into your groups and you're told what line you're going to be skating on. So uh, it was fun to talk to the players about, okay, I'm now skating with uh, Jonathan Marsh. So, Chandler Stevenson was that uh, mm -hmm. that that player, and we'll hear from Chandler in in just a little bit. Or Jack Eichel and Phil Kessel uh, skating together, mm -hmm. along with Riley Smith. But Eichel and Kessel uh, wasn't necessarily front of mind uh, when we had our conversations about the forwards leading up to this. Yeah, there was a brief moment in time where I was going through it and and wanted to get brave, like really brave, out of left field, brave and throw Phil Kessel up on the top line. Not because I don't think Phil Kessel should be there or deserves to be there. I just, I didn't put him in my top six. I, I'm, I'm realizing it right now. Like, when you look at it, Jack Eichel, if he's able to find some chemistry with Phil Kessel, and it looked like they had something cooking today, I know it's early, but something, um, Phil's ability to put the puck in the back of the net, Jack's ability to put the puck in the back of the net, and both of those guys 
have such a knack for the offensive zone. Uh, I mean, it could work, and and you don't really have anything to lose at this point putting them all together and seeing what you have. Yeah, Kessel and Eichel at practice today did have something going with Riley Smith. That was a really good line. Now, they should be a good line. Three highly, highly talented National Hockey League players who are not going uh, against... uh, Victor Hedman or uh, Zidane Chara every shift. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it, there's there's talent variations uh, when you when you do these drills. So uh, they they should be noticeable out there. What I thought was uh, uh, added on to the interesting part was at the end of practice, uh, Kessel and Eichel passing each other the puck, mm-hmm. working on one timers. More Eichel taking that one timer, which we know that he that he has. But Kessel giving him saucer passes uh, across the ice. Uh, if if you've got a, a beautiful passer like Phil Kessel mm-hmm. setting up the likes of, of Jack Eichel, and then the hybrid uh, in 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 Riley Smith uh, out there, it can form a a pretty good line there. And Eichel, we we have high expectations for Phil Kessel. A lot of people impressed with Phil Kessel today. Yeah, Phil was making some r- ridiculous plays, and there were a, a, a few periods during that first session where we were taken aback. Who made that play? Oh, that was Phil Kessel. Who made that pass? That was a beautiful pass. Oh, it was Phil Kessel. He's got he he's still got that motor. He's still able to get up and down the ice relatively fast and and he's got different gears to work with too uh, I was impressed today by by Phil Kessel he does it all with a smile on his face too and I I love the makeup of where these lines are right now because you have defensive responsibility on every single line you've got that in the form of Riley Smith and you're probably looking to Jack Eichel to take a step there you've got that in Stevenson and Stone you've got that in Carlson on your third line and then your fourth line has a lot of energy and I think more scoring upside than you know you're going to give it credit for whether or not this is what it looks like at the beginning of the year or not I like the makeup of what Bruce Cassidy put on the ice day one the secondary Manonin uh, drew some praise uh during the course of his skate, uh, the free agent uh, signing from the KHL, uh, Brendan Brisson skated in a red jersey, but we are uh, looking at him. Uh, also, some of the Zach Dean stood out uh, in a couple of drills. Uh, he was great. So uh, a lot of uh, offensive uh, performances uh, that uh, that we looked at uh, today. One uh, observation that we talked about yesterday, and I want to make sure that we give it uh, some adequate time, is the Misfits were on three separate lines to yeah. start. Yeah. And I think that that's you know kind of a, a a nod to balance. It's it's trying to figure out the best combination. And and you know frankly, I I think that there's something to be said for old chemistry. It is always something you can go back to. I, I believe that the Golden Knights will always have another look just around the corner available to them if they decide to go back to. Jonathan Marchessault with William Carlson and Riley Smith. But in this, for the sake of not just going back to what has worked in the past, you might be able to discover more chemistry up and down the lineup. And if it makes you a deeper, better team, I think that's the direction you go in. And, you know, Bruce Cassidy certainly seemed like before camp that was the direction he was heading in. Heading in and he certainly made the most of the opportunity to to kind of split them up and give them time to develop that chemistry. Back to the dressing room we go. Uh, Riley Smith starts his sixth training camp with the Vegas Golden Knights skating with 
Jack Eichel and Phil Kessel, and under the tutelage of Butch Cassidy, who has implemented a new system. You know, they're, they're not too difficult. Um, a lot of it is just getting used to uh, different changes when you're, when you're playing quickly or you're playing tired. So preseason games, 5-5 five and five in practice, those are like the important parts where you really have to turn your brain on and, and make sure you're picking up a lot of the different uh, the lingo for the structure and then also just your different assignments, especially if there's a breakdown um, where you go to help out your teammates. Getting so many new guys back who are coming off of injury, is it almost like you, you almost have a, a new team? I wouldn't say so. Uh, we have a lot of familiar faces in this locker room. A couple new guys, it's nice to have. They're adding uh, some energy to the group and also some talent, so we'll have an exciting training camp. I know it's not something you have any input over, but obviously rumors circulating about you, Marshy, and, and maybe Carlson not playing together this year. Just how, how strange would it be for you to not have those two guys on your line? I mean, it's not too much different. Obviously, we spend all our time in the locker room and everything together anyway. So, um, you know, I play well with them, but, um, you know, I've played well with, with other uh, teammates that I've been slotted in with in the, in the past with injuries. Um, you know, playing with Phil and Jack, they're, they're two exciting players. They have a lot of high-end offensive talent. So um, it's been nice so far to be able to, to pick their brain, but also play with them and, and see, um, you know, how they can improve my game as well. It, it, it seems like it's Logan Thompson's team, at least right now. So when you have a, a guy who's a really young goalie, only 20 games, I think, in the NHL, how much more important is it for the team to play better in front of him? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's your analysis of it. We have a lot of goalies here. Everyone's fighting for a different position. I think training camp's going to prove a lot. Um, no matter who's in net, we have to play well defensively, and I think that's a big part of our, uh, our training camp here and our different structure in our D zone. So it's wide open, <laughs> and there's a strong competition. That That's what this training camp is right now. Now, the, the blue line is virtually set mm -hmm. uh, with the mystery of whether or not Nick Hag will uh, be available for the start of the season or not. That's uh, that's out there. But the rest of it, uh, I know there's some players that will will, will make a push, but uh, that's a very veteran-laden group. Up front, it, it's the... Uh, the lineup that you, you we've talked about, uh, along with uh, Brisson or uh, Mananen, who can make some some noise, but the the the, the way it's structured, I think, uh, is going to be fluid. What we saw today doesn't necessarily lead to uh, being the status on opening night. There's much more reason to think that uh, there should be uh, could be some changes made up front, and the goaltending, it's. You heard Riley Smith, like the players themselves, mm -hmm. say there's there's a real battle for that starting position. Yeah, I, I think that, again, we, we've kind of talked about goaltending in that Logan Thompson should have a leg up over everybody else. But that being said, it's still an open competition. It is still well within the the understanding of everybody that Aiden Hill could come in here and have a phenomenal camp. He could be lights out, and he could be the guy that starts opening night. Like That is a possibility that exists because you're leaving it in the hands of the players to go out and prove themselves in the spots that they are being put in to succeed. That means for Riley Smith, like with Jack Eichel and Phil Kessel, if that line intends to and wants to stay together, they're going to have to find some combination that, that works there. And, and I think that that's kind of the beauty of this is you've got guys that you know are going to be in the lineup game one. But where they're going to be and who they're going to be playing with, 
that's still an open book, and, and it's going to be really fun to see how that all gets kind of filled in. You'll hear from Mark Stone in hour number two talking about his health and where he is uh, getting ready for this National Hockey League season. But as for who he's playing with in Chandler Stevenson and Jonathan Marshall, so it's a slightly different look. And here is Mark Stone talking about the surprise or the anticipation of who everybody was going to line up with. Yeah, it was a good first day. You don't know exactly what the lines are going to be, especially with new coaching staff coming in. So um, he's been our most, our most, if not one of our most consistent goal scorers for the last you know, number of years. So um, you know, he's a sure, had like a sure, sure thing, 30 goals. So I think he can add, uh, you know, real good shooting threat on the, on the line, um, you know, especially with Patch moving on. Yes, uh, Jonathan Marcheseau is that consistent guy. Th- mm-hmm. This team has had, we've uh, discussed it uh, in the past, uh, different uh, players step up and lead the team in scoring or goals. But Marcheseau is always in the mix mm-hmm. uh, with that and playing with the likes of Chandler Stevenson and Mark Stone, who have that chemistry, and uh, and then you add in uh, Jonathan Marcheseau, who becomes, I guess, the shooter. On yeah. that line, right? Yeah, I would think so, and that's that's where he's going to be utilized most, right? And and for a guy that's been a pretty consistent, just about thirty goal scorer for the Golden Knights, uh, you give him the benefit of Mark Stone passes and Chandler Stevenson backing things up and and kind of alleviating some pressure. Uh, I think Jonathan Marchessault could have a phenomenal year in terms of that individual goal tally. Uh, Chandler Stevenson will join us in just a little bit, uh, along with uh, the head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, Bruce Cassidy. But you'll hear Chandler Stevenson talk about uh, playing with Jonathan Marcheseau and how Marcheseau steps in where Pacioretty was and uh, how they will play uh, very similar roles. So uh, you'll in hour number two, uh, you'll hear more from Mark Stone, uh, Chandler Stevenson, Bruce Cassidy, hoping to connect with uh, Darren Elliott in, in hour number two to talk about uh, what we saw today from a system standpoint, uh, a little bit more uh, analysis of the nuts and bolts of how the Vegas Golden Knights are going to tackle things because it is slightly different this year. And then news and notes, uh, day one across the National Hockey League, uh, a lot of different uh, storylines to follow, including a major uh, disappointment for the Philadelphia Flyers. So we'll bring that to you as we continue. It's the VGK Insider Show from Vegas Golden Knights training camp on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. A couple of tickets for Monday's preseason opener at T-Mobile. First home game of the preseason. Available coming up on hour number two of the VGK Insider Show. We'll give those tickets away. You'll also hear from Captain Mark Stone on where his back is at. Great seeing him on the ice today in mm-hmm. that uh, red sweater. Chandler Stevenson will also uh, pop on the program. Logan Thompson, Bruce Cassidy, Darren Elliott. And we've got one-timers news and notes from around the National Hockey League. Yeah, I, I'm i really excited for hour number two. Uh, I, you know, listen, the ability to be in the room chatting with Mark Stone and, and getting kind of that extra added layer of what he was dealing with, what he was going through, all of that uh, was illuminating on, on a lot of different levels, not just in terms of of what he was able to do on the ice last year in spite of the injuries, uh, but also just to kind of give you an idea of what 
some of these players are able to play through, what some of these players are going through just to get on the ice. It was a fantastic uh, point of view that I, is, again, lost when you're not in the room on a daily basis. There was speculation that we wouldn't see him in training yeah. camp yeah, or for a while in training camp. And now we're talking about when will we see him on the ice playing a game? Mm-hmm. And that's really encouraging. Uh, he's got an idea as far as when we won't see him, uh, maybe not uh, right <laughs> off the bat. Uh, we'll hear from him uh, regarding his back and, and that situation. Uh, Bruce Cassidy uh, also coming up. Uh, Storylines uh, around this team certainly involve the makeup up front, uh, the goaltending, and uh, there was uh, all six goaltenders on the ice uh, today. Uh, that was fun to see. Our first look at Aiden Hill, big guy. Uh, awesome to watch him. Gold pads, gold setup yeah. uh, with his kit yeah. uh, in in that gear, uh, and then just uh, the the likes of uh, uh, William Carlson, who, who we had in the program last week, mm-hmm. playing with those two centers in uh, Amadio and Houghton. Yeah, and and that's going to be a line that that I think you know you look at and. If chemistry is able to form somewhere there, whether it be Carlson and Howden as a duo or Carlson and Amadio or all three of the guys, uh, because they are defensively responsible, because they play down the middle, because they're that they're they're versatile in that way, maybe if you can get chemistry going there, that uh, it could end up being one of those lines that gives you that solidified top nine that, that's harder and harder to match up against. A little bit of offensive talent, certainly. Yeah. But also the potential to be a smothering line. Yeah, and and that to me is you know one of the directions I've wanted to see William Carlson go. Right, like I I know I look at it and say, okay, third line is that the best utilization of William Carlson's talent? But if you've got that line and an ability with those three players to go out and smother opposition, take away their best scorers then I think you have a recipe for success, not only in terms of that line's production and, and what they bring to the table, but also in limiting or or giving Jack Eichel, Mark Stone, your, your best offensive players an ability to get away from some matchups too. And really roll those three lines uh, yeah. over with. We're going to take a break. When we come back, hour number two of the VGK Insider Show. News and notes from around the National Hockey League with one-timers. Darren Elliott will jump on the program. A former National Hockey League goaltender, VGK broadcaster, will uh, discuss the, the opening of training camp uh, with the system change to Bruce Cassidy. And more from Mark Stone plus Logan Thompson and Chandler Stevenson is jam-packed on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Stay with us.